Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about um, some of the recent new releases, including Star Wars and or She-Hulk, and plus some other bits and pieces. I'll be giving some early thoughts on Hocus Pocus 2, and yeah, running through some of the news. Though, I'll be honest, not a huge amount of news this week, a little bit uh, following D23, and obviously everything going on um, with the Queen and stuff, there's been a little bit, little bit less than normal. But before we go any further, if you haven't already done so, make sure you go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe on different audio platforms or here on YouTube. You can also support us from as little as $2 a month through our Patreon and YouTube channel members. And well, on that, let's jump into it. So, um, like I said, a little bit of it's it not been a huge amount of news. It's, um, I think after the I was expecting this after the D23 Expo where things might have quietened down a little bit. Um, Obviously, this weekend it is dum so therefore, <laughs> so there's going to be lots of Netflix information. So they probably wanted to maybe get out of the way of all of that there going on. So generally, there's not been a huge amount of news. One of the things that was revealed this week was a brand new Disney Plus original series from the UK called Save Our Squad with David Beckham, which is going to be coming on November the 9th. We'll be getting all four episodes at once, and it's basically about him creating a football team or helping a football team deal with um the relegation they're, they're kind of coming into it i'll be honest i'm not a football fan i'm not a huge i you know i tolerated it because i'm english and we kind of have to um so i'm not really i'm i'll be honest this show if it never existed it wouldn't bother me at all my only issue is this feels like it's coming straight off welcome to wrexham which i am watching every week and i've watched every episode of which doesn't make any sense because i don't really care about wrexham or welsh football but for some reason, I I think Ryan, there's something about this show that seems to be keep pulling me in. Um, so I'm kind of a bit like, well, we're kind of already doing this, but just they're in adult zone and this one's in the kids one. But yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Well, yeah, but the, the teaser that they released was only like 20 something seconds. Yeah. And you really don't get an idea that it, it could have a lot of personality to it the same way that Welcome to Wrexham does. And it, I think that's one of the things is uh, Welcome to Wrexham, although it is about the the football club, it's also about the impact that the club has on the town and and how big of a deal this is for those people and goes into information about their lives and stuff we'll talk about that later because we have an episode to talk about uh, yeah. in the review section but right now we don't know is um save our squad going to be strictly them doing soccer slash football drills or is there going to be an actual story behind it it's going to be a sob story and so on uh and not even just that but also like ted lasso is dealing with a very similar although that one's fictional rather than uh than yeah. documentary style so it does feel like there's a lot of shows or documentaries dealings with with football clubs and regulation and and the league and stuff at the moment so i agree with you on that it might have its own voice but it does kind of feel like we we're get maybe find a different angle going forward for, for documentaries. Yeah, and it's funny because I only recently watched um, Ted Lasso. I did binge both seasons of Ted Lasso um, recently and it actually turned out, and I enjoyed that show. It turned out all right because when I was flying home, um, I saw pretty much half the cast of Ted Lasso and I go, I know them. Right. <laughs> like, oh, they're going, I recognize them. Where's that? And then there's somebody else came in and then somebody else came in and somebody else came in. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So we saw like half the cast of Ted Lasso because they just had the Emmys the night before. 
So I was a bit like, oh, okay, so that's a bit of a difference. But they were even being added into the FIFA video game. That's kind of crazy. Oh, I, just, uh, I didn't see that. But it reminds me of watching like Thor: Love and Thunder and getting to the post-credit sequence and Hercules shows up. It's like yeah. I know that guy. I know him. I was the opposite. See, I hadn't watched it at the yeah, time. I remember. I'm that. like, who's that? <laughs> Everyone's cheering. I'm going. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> and now you do. Yes. Now, I'm, now I'm characters. caught up, and now I'm now I'm caught up on Ted Lasso. I'm, I'm good. But yeah, so save our squad. Yeah. Okay. I I, I I'm, I'm going to go in um, neutral. Um, I'm neither neither for nor against it. Um, David Beckham always seems like a nice guy. Um, he likes to queue, so that's always good. And uh, <laughs> so that's always a good thing. So yeah, willing to give this one a, da- a go. Um, we're also got a new series called Welcome to Chippendales. This is not about the Rescue Rangers. This one is a series. It's a true crime saga all about the outrageous story of um, Steve, an Indian immigrant who becomes the unlikely founder of the world's greatest male stripping empire and will let nothing stand in his way. So this one is coming to Hulu on the 22nd of November. It's been confirmed for Australia and also Canada and New Zealand. Don't yet know about the UK. I'm assuming it's going to be the same. Um, the, the whole thing with the of the Queen's um, tragic death kind of derailed the UK press, I think, um, because basically everything kind of got put on hold. And then they've just been slowly throughout the week just rolling out um, stuff from D23. So it's a bit of a bit of a catch up. But this trailer does, gives us nothing. But I'm in. I mean, I'm, no. I feel like with like Dope Sick and Dropout and all these other shows, I feel like they've they've got. I'm like, I'm I'm coming to this one, and let's let's see what we've got. Well, and I also saw on the trailer that the creators of Pam and Tommy are involved in this. I don't know what level. It's not directed by them, but they they have some sort of influence in it. Uh, and that that series, of course, was bonkers and fun and absolutely yeah. nuts. So yeah, this is this we'll be checking out. And uh, I also remember, I think might be on hulu they released a documentary about this as well so if you want to yeah I've, so you, you can either yeah. save that for the end and see what the real life was or you can watch that in advance and kind of know what's coming one way or another yeah so that one that one's gonna be a fun one we've also got the trailer for um rosalind which is coming out on the 14th of october hulu in the us star plus in latin america and disney plus around the world um so this one is like a fresh take on Romeo and Juliet from the point of view from the cousin because she's trying to pull them apart because she actually wants to be Romeo instead. I thought it looks good. I'm like, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Shakespeare. I think doing it at high school all the time just put me off doing it because I didn't really understand it. Um, I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody really understands Shakespeare. And um, yeah, so I'm I'll, I'm going in this one like um, yeah. I mean I think as I can't think of the actress name. Uh, Denver, Catelyn Denver. I mean, she was great in the dropout and in, in sorry, in Dope Sick. So I'm willing to see where this one goes. Yeah, I took kind of the opposite. I I I actually thought the concept was really cool when we first read about it. You know, the the story of Romeo and Juliet from the eyes of Romeo's uh, girlfriend up to the very beginning of Romeo and Juliet, and she gets name dropped like twice in the play, and then you never hear from her again. But the trailer itself, I was like, I I don't really like the angle they take with it where she's actively meddling in it and you know it it seems like she's going to have an influence on the story that's just not in the Mm. play which i i don't actually have a problem with i think it's kind of a boring take on it but yeah yeah we'll see what the thing does but then also i don't know there there was 
an attitude to the trailer that I was just kind of like, eh, I'm not, I'm not getting into this. Kind of a modern-y, like, twist. It had a little bit of a yeah. modern side to it. It's not even that. Like, because we've seen Romeo and Juliet in, in Shakespearean English. We've seen it in modern English. You saw that one with DiCaprio and Claire Danes yeah. back in the 90s, which was just, like, hyperactive, you know, drug I, I only lasted 10 minutes into that. That... that I, I watched the whole thing as a teenager, but you know that if you're worried about it being modern, I mean, like that—that's very. Even though they're using Shakespearean English, it's a very modern take on it. No, it, I don't know. It's kind of the more like, um, you know, they, they have the scene where Juliet's about to take the the sleeping potion, and mm. I don't know. There, the commentary that Rosaline was giving it was just kind of like, I'm not clicking with this yeah it, it's not that it's bad it's just it's not working for me yeah i mean i'll be honest this out of the four 20th century movies that we were getting this year is um hulu star originals this was the one i was least excited for at the four you know we had prey we've had um the princess and then also we had um uh no exit so we've had some good movies and stuff but this one um was the one i was least excited for at the four that they announced last year um but yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of an odd one. It kind of this is where this kind of like like twentieth century is a little bit funny. Of like, where what are they doing at the minute? It just seems to be it's like it's very generic. It's it's I don't know. It's a very odd one. It is an odd one, although it does to a certain extent feel like it's in the same line as that action movie we yeah. had, uh, The Princess, a couple of uh, months ago. You know, it's got that that same kind of feeling to it. Yeah. Although this is not an action movie, I will. Yeah. I will it would be better say, with it. I mean. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you know, get get Romeo and Juliet and really hype up the fights yeah. between the uh, Montagues and the Capulets. I'd, I'd watch that. But um, I will say one positive thing to it is that even if the movie itself ends up being mediocre or not, or great or bad, if it gets more people recognizing that the Romeo and Juliet story is not something to aspire to, yeah, uh, I, I will go for that because that is one of those most misunderstood romance stories of all time. It's up there with like harley and the joker where people are like oh it's such a great romance like thank you for telling me that because that means i'm not taking romantic advice from yeah. you ever no so. yeah it's kind of weird because I, I so yeah give it a go um i'm i'm kind of going into it legal i think the trouble is for me as well i feel like especially like this winter search like pictures is putting out so many more interesting movies at the cinema you know, we're getting, you know, we've just had to see how they run. We're going to be getting uh, the the Banshees of Isserin. I think that's how, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that one. We've got Empire of the Light and we've also got the Menu. So, like, Searchlight is, like, blasting this winter with some great movies. And, yeah, it kind of feels like the Big Brother 20th century is not quite hitting the same level because it's like they've just got these big blue things running around that they're focused on right now. It, it might have also just been... You know, a combination of COVID, obviously that's having a big impact on on what people were able to make and kind of that uncertainty for a while for, you know, was Disney going to buy it out and so forth? Because mm -hmm. remember, movies that are coming out now would have been in development mm -hmm. when that was happening. So there was probably a lot of uncertainty there. And, and also the, the HBO deal, I think, has had an impact as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There, there's a lot of factors involved mm -hmm. with it. We'll probably see 20th century the former Fox studio kind of ramping up again 
uh, in the near future, though. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that next year we can't start seeing maybe some of these like searchlight and stuff start hitting Disney Plus in the US. I'm hoping that we eventually get. I know we've been saying it the whole of 2022. And I now feel like, no, just write, we might as well just write this year off because it doesn't feel like it's happening this year. And uh, maybe next year we'll start seeing a little bit more movement on these movies. Because personally, for me, I'll be honest, I think I, I, the searchlight in the 20th century stuff is the, is a little bit more interesting at the minute. I feel like they're, they're putting out some, some interesting movies and stuff um, that the Disney side has got a little bit generic, got a little bit a bit safe. They, they've not really... Um, and I feel like it's, it's been quite nice having these re refreshing ones with 20th Century and Searchlight. If they didn't have uh, Star Wars and Marvel, uh, Disney would definitely be in trouble in terms of content. I, yeah. That's not to say that they haven't put out good content on the Disney side. I mean, obviously, we're, we're really looking forward to like Mysterious Benedict Society season yeah. two and things like that. But no, in, in terms of hype and what people are talking about and what's getting on the Nielsen charts, it's Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. The, the Disney side is 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 kind of weird because I think the the movies point of view that they they've been so heavily reliant on these remakes that it's a little bit like okay, but we've seen all this before. There's not really anything like fresh and new kind of to look forward to because I was like I was thinking earlier with like like the presentation that they did at D23. I'm like, okay, let's take out Disenchanted because that's Disney Plus. Okay, so we got Haunted Mansion, which they've pushed back to the um, August now. I'm like Lion King two, um, the Little Mermaid, and I'm like going, mm, not really like. It, is there Lion King two and Scar or are those two? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a prequel right, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and that's not coming out till 2024. But yeah, I was just a bit like, yeah, Disney, Disney, the Disney bit with the thing needs to kind of to sort sort out its live action a little bit because it's got a little bit um sort of stagnant for a bit. Um. I guess it would. I, I already know the answer to this, but the 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 other distinction would be what do you consider Avatar to be? Because we've got the upcoming re-release and then Avatar Two. Is that 20th century or is that Disney? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> Disney's doing a lot to make us feel like it's a Disney brand. I mean, obviously they've got yeah. the Animal Kingdom, they've got the whole section of Pandora over there, but no, it, it is a. 20th century. Yeah, I'm. I'm just hoping really that as we move forward, um, that they're going to start like using that brand a little bit more better because it's been a bit wishy-washy of what they've been doing with it up till now, um, kind of leaning in on it, not leaning in on it. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping in, in 2023 we kind of maybe when Avatar, because it's like Avatar is doing quite well in terms of box office this weekend. Um, it's pulled in a few million. Um, I've just been seeing loads and loads of articles about J James Cameron talking about what they've done for this movie of different prints for different size cinemas for different um, doing up the frame rate, making it better. And it's, and, and it's kind of reading it. just going, yeah, I, it's like, you're really like, it was, I don't know. It was a little bit like there's a lot of, there was a little bit of snobbery going on about cinema because uh, um I don't think I think Avatar Two is going to take a lot longer to get to Disney Plus than any of the other films that we've recently seen because I feel like he's going to push for it just to. Yeah, it will make two. It will make three billion dollars. I'm just going to leave it in the cinema indefinitely until it does. <laughs> just yeah. like it, it will beat the other movie, and I will make sure it does, and I will re-release re re it a thousand times. I, I mean, it might. It, <laughs> it, it is one of those things that where you have to recognize that. You know, people like Cameron or Spielberg or whatever, they're in Hollywood for a reason. They have a love yeah. for the cinema. And that does 
tend to translate into cinema is where movies are. Yeah, you can watch it at home. Yes, the technology has gotten better, but the cinema is where to watch a movie. And obviously, uh, you know, we've talked about it many, many times before, and we will talk about many, many times again. But it's like, yeah, the cinema experience is overall better. Like I, I, I will talk about, there are movies that are better in cinema, but the the gap between like cinema and home entertainment is not nearly yeah. as big as it used to be. I also feel like he's going to the cinema in in probably in one of the finest cinemas, probably in Los Angeles or as a homemade one where it's like the best screen with the best projector with the nicest comfortable seats where everyone is too quiet to make, everyone's too scared to make any noise. If he goes to, to my local Plex on a Thursday night, he might feel a little bit different. About yeah, going to the the, cinema. there's a little bit of a difference between like El Capitan and, and yeah. like your local AMC that hasn't been updated in 25 years and the maintenance isn't quite where it should be. You know? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I definitely felt like watching a little bit of a clip of, because we saw a few clips and stuff of Avatar 2 at the D23. And it does look stunning. It did. I mean, I'll be honest. I've no thing I've ever seen um, the underwater scene, and I think some of the people have been able to have told me that they've there's in the Avatar re-release in the cinema. It looks amazing, and I can it it does look spectacular. But again, it's just wearing you know, like for me, wearing two pairs of glasses. It's just not. It's. I mean, I saw I saw a friend of mine. He went to see Avatar, and, and I think in Canada they still got to wear face masks. So he's got this two set. He's got like goggles on, mask on. Going, that doesn't look the most comfortable way to watch a movie. <laughs> it's just I, it, when I see Avatar two, I will absolutely be seeing a two D presentation of it. Yeah. I have, I have zero interest in seeing it in three D. Absolutely yeah. none. That's that, that's my plan as well. Right, so like I said, there's, there's not been a huge amount of news. There's been little bits and pieces, but primarily um, there's, it's been a little bit quiet, for, obviously, with that. But we've actually got a lot of stuff to talk about um, that's been out the last like week, and sometimes even a little, few things a little bit before that um, with some Disney Plus Day stuff. So let's get into, so before we get into the reviews, just do a quick shout out to some of our patrons and YouTube channel members. So a big thank you to Babak, Paul, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Khaled, Red Marsman, Cody, Chris, Jacob, Darren, The Juice. We've also got Lauren, Sarah, and Andrew, and Giuseppe. We've also got Tim, Chuck, David, Mamad, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, and Sarah. Thank you so much for your continued support. And that all helps towards keeping all the lights on, keeping things moving, you know, server costs, hosting fees, electricity and stuff, it all it helps. Um, every little bit helps. Um, also, just a quick note before we get into reviews, so a little bit of housekeeping. So next week, there will be a podcast with me and Mo. We're going to be talking about kind of the state of streaming. We're kind of, we're having a little bit of a, a general discussion about streaming because we're both going to be on vacation next week, kind of flipping across continents. Um, and then we'll be back as per usual next, uh, the week after. Um, during this week, though, you will have some extra sneak peeks because me and James did get together and we actually recorded um, a number of sort of mini little podcast episodes where we talk about our favorite Marvel movies, our favorite Pixar movies, and they'll be going out throughout the week. And there's also going to be um, an interview with um, Melanie Brooke from um, Under Wraps 2 going up on Monday. So there's plenty of content next week. I've also done a Q&A in advance as well. Um, every, all the patrons and YouTube channel members have submitted questions. So that's all ready to go for the next two Sundays. So there's going to be plenty of content on the channel um, while, while we have a 
a little bit of a break. Obviously, the website will still be updated. I ain't really have. I, I can't have a full vacation. I'm still going to be doing a few hours of work a day. <laughs> so I do can't. I can't just not do it. But um, yeah, so there's there will be stuff going up. But I'll, I'll just mention there there will be content going up on the YouTube channel throughout the week. Right. Let's jump into some of the stuff. So let's let's start off with Andor. Um, what did you think of Andor? I love this. I was very impressed by Andor. Uh, we saw the first three episodes, which basically covers the first story arc. Uh, the whole feel of the show is completely different from pretty much. Any, this is almost closer to like Blade Runner than it was. Yeah, I've seen that. Star I've seen Wars. That mentioned a few times. I think it's the neon lighting, honestly, because it, it's very heavy in the first part of it, and then also uh, the sound is a bit more subdued. The one thing that it's not is the soundtrack. The soundtrack yeah. is is uh, actually I felt a little disconnected from that at times. The, the music they were using, but other than that, uh, it just has a great feel to it. Yeah, see, I'm, I um, I watched it last week. Um, I need to rewatch it. I want to I want to rewatch them again um, in a couple of weeks' time when I get back. Um, just because I want to watch it in 4K. I want to watch it without my. Uh, if you if you've ever, no one you probably if you don't if you've never seen a screen yeah with a screener your name can be written across the screen <laughs> so big that sometimes it can be a little bit distracting. So I want to watch it again. I did sit down to watch it, um, but it, um, then something else came in and I watched something else instead. But I am looking forward to watching this one again. I thought it was just such a, like you say, it's a gritty, it's grounded, um, not just with the story. There's just, it feels like, you know, they're all being like, downtrodden by the system and i wouldn't even say by the empire it's just by the system that in, that feeds the empire and you know you've got that worm of a guy that's like you know, just, you know he's so gonna he's such a good um person that's gonna go into the empire because he's sneaky and wants to cross the dots and you know and it's just like he, he just wanted him to get killed basically <laughs> he's what? a real slimy little bugger <laughs> Which is interesting because if you actually look at the character objectively, it's like there's nothing wrong. He's investigating a murder. Yeah, you know that that's he should investigate a murder. He's a cop. That's that's what he's supposed yeah. to do, right? But but yeah, the attitude, the way he's doing it, that smug superiority, the he's empire the, through and through. Yeah, oh, he'll be empire for sure. Yeah, and but that is the other interesting part of it. Like you mentioned, the empire is not here, not yet. There's some aesthetic designs that that are reminiscent of it, but there's no stormtroopers. There's no, um, you know, haughty imperial admiral with their hands behind their back giving out orders. Not yet. I'm, that is definitely well, very, coming. But... Very much felt along the lines of like the company. It was like we're just trying to keep them away. We mm -hmm. don't want them here. We we want a little bit more flexibility. We don't want them here, but we're kind of mining for them. You could they they, they were there's elements of them being there, but they don't. They just you know they're they're working for them. And I just felt like, you know, everyone having a job, everyone having to kind of get by, very grounded in reality, you know. And it was kind of nice. You don't really see that in Star Wars. It was the oppression was was there and, you know, what they all have to, you know, what they all have to go through. And, I mean, we saw, obviously, with what happened with Andor's family, you know, from the Empire's point of view. But even that seemed very, um, again, it's, it's just a, a weird way of, like, showing it. Um, I also, I love his... He's got such a um a relationship with that droid already, hasn't he? It's just like you know, that's his, basically like his best friend. I actually think this might be one of my favorite droids in Star Wars so far, but we're only three episodes in, so we'll see it's what just goes like, from there. That kind of thing of like the droid's so like down when it's like, oh, can I not come? <laughs> you know, it's just like a dog when they look at you, like, like, can I come? 
<laughs> but they also handle the whole thing about the, the droid is old and run down and worn out. And uh, you very rarely see like, yeah, no, because you see R2 going everywhere. Yeah. And C-3PO going everywhere. And this droid's like, you know, I don't, I, I can't really make the trek because I don't have enough power to get from here to here and need to recharge. And I, again, these are not like the, the superheroes of, of the Star Wars universe. These are the downtrodden, the just living day to day, hoping that they have food on their table kind of thing. And it, it really does come across well. Yeah, and yeah. also, I mean, the, the fact of just, like, setting up the idea of, like, you know, just basically just in recruiting him. You know, he's at a point where he has to leave his home because of what's happened. And it's not for nothing to do with really the rebellion. It's nothing really about, you know, he's just, he's he needs to leave. And, yeah, yeah it, I it's just, and I think that's what's caught everyone off guard. I think everyone was just like, this is, this, this is different. This feels, especially feels very different to the previous three um, Disney Plus series. Yeah, the, this not even any of the movies, like even Rogue One, which obviously this is a prequel to, it does not feel like Rogue One. Even there, you know, the characters, they're part of a rebellion, but they have the resources they need. There's never any question of, uh, we, sh we can't do this because we don't have enough grenades or our power mm -hmm. pack is going to run out or, man, this, this ship is truly a piece of junk. I mean, we always joke about yeah. the Falcon being, you know, a trash heap, but like, no, th this, this might not start up kind of thing. Uh, and... Yeah, it, it's got that feeling of being down to earth. The fight, despite being sci-fi, you could definitely make this as a show on Earth in some, you know, little. Yeah, you, know, you could put it in Wrexham. You know, they're talking yeah. about how downtrodden Wrexham is, and uh, the only difference being instead of they've got blasters and they've got you know laser things mm -hmm. going on, but otherwise, it's it's a small town that's seen better days. I think I think just in general, there's been a there's been a real good like feel of and or of just an up uh, there a lot of people you know the, the social media response and stuff it's a lot of it is like oh this is different this is good let's see where this goes and almost putting a little bit of faith back into like oh okay this is different it, mm -hmm. i feel like we're after i, I think kenobi didn't it, it was too twisted on the nostalgia element whereas this doesn't feel that they didn't feel to be nostalgia in this did they you didn't really feel no. that way the <laughs> If anything, this kind of feels more like the Ewok movies, uh, which is kind of an odd. <laughs> now, not not in terms of quality, let's be clear about that, but in terms of the story it's taking, it's it's very low level. It is not a galactic level event, at least at this point. Mm -hmm. It's about just trying to survive, which is honestly, if if we're looking at the Star Wars canon, Ewoks are the only other movie that, that kind of take that angle. Yeah, it's it's very it feels just like you say, it feels a lot more disconnected. And I feel like in some ways it's like it's what a lot of people have been asking for. They want to get away from the Skywalkers, they want to get away from like and explore something new. And this kind of it's a little bit difficult in some way because this is a prequel of a prequel. Um and it'll be but I feel like there's a lot of excitement and buzz about this from Everyone just like this is different. This is let's get, and I feel like dropping three episodes really helped allow everyone get their teeth into it, and like you can get a gist of what this is with three episodes. Now it's, you know, and also with it being a twelve episode season, we've still got nine weeks of new episodes to come. But everyone's had to, been able to get into it. Yeah, we see what the show is. You've got the the impression of what to expect going forward. And the story, even though this, the, you could call episode three a conclusion of that first arc, you can see 
that the hooks are in there for the next story. So it's not a completely disconnected second. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I have seen next week's episode, so it is definitely like, it is a continuation because it carries on from where they left, but it, again, it just moves into a, like a different story and, and all, and that's what we're going to see every three episodes. It's kind of a bit more of a, there's a story here, which I mean, you think of three episodes is about an hour and a half to two hours. Um, which is on time of a movie, which I think is good, and I feel like they obviously. Would... I'm just—it's just nice having something fresh, something a little bit original. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to watching new episodes of this one. Um, yeah, and we've got and we've got this one for a couple of months, so we've got Andor's going to be around for a while. That and at some point we will get season two. Now, don't expect it imminently. Don't expect it next year. Uh, yeah. Expect it. Well, it's he—they've literally said that filming starts in November. They're just in a bit of prep work now. A lot of it's filmed over here in the UK on like live sets they are not finishing filming until august of next year and therefore we're going to need then a year of special effects and editing so do not expect it for i mean yeah it's a long way off but i think i think there's also there's that i think that helps because i think it brings in people going oh 24 episodes now you could look at it if that's six episodes six episode seasons like obi-wan kenobi that's four seasons Mando maybe free in a bit. You know, we're getting we're getting a big chunk of this show. So I feel like people are oh, I can put some faith into this because we know we're gonna get and all 24 episodes are gonna be one complete thing. Once it right. ends, it goes straight into Rogue One. So we know that there's gonna be like a an ending to this, um, which is yeah, it's nice. I think it's just like with a little bit of confidence in this one. Yeah, and, and this will end up being where you can watch all 24 episodes, then you can watch Rogue One, and then you can watch A New Hope, and it is one giant saga, and we'll see if they ever include any of the other uh, Rogue One characters in the... I, I know a lot of people have been asking for Donnie Yen's character, but honestly, I'd kind of like to see... Well, I we, mean, there's... Well, no, it's not so much that. It's like, well, I mean, I can add K2SO, but I can't really add him, because they met him on the... on. Um, well, no, they can yeah. tell his story without it in yeah. the 20. I, I'm not saying cameos for season two. I'm talking about like All right. him, his character getting a series just like this, telling how he got this way. The one that I would actually like to see is um, the Imperial pilot, the defector. The, he flies the shuttle because he seems like he's got a very interesting story in yeah. there. See, for me, I'm, I'm at that point now where I'm like, can we just like I think I'm much more interested in like skeleton crew because of it being fresh. I want to see, see something happening post episode nine. I want to move into an area where let's let the story go where it wants to, and we're no longer confined by this block of what's happened. Let's let's so that's where I um right. let's see one issue with Andor of like, well, we know where it's gotta go, we know what's gonna happen, but it should be a lot of fun yeah. getting there. And I'll make one last uh, comment. One thing I want to praise it for is this is one of the only series of Star Wars shows that we've had where it actually takes a little bit of time to show the consequences of the fights and the deaths. Yeah. A lot of times in Star Wars, you know, it's it's the hero's journey. You're, you know, Luke and Leia and all of them, they, they mow down stormtroopers and TIE pilots by the hundreds, and they never stop to think about it. And, you know, Poe and, and uh, Finn, you know, Finn changes allegiance and he never has a moment of like man the people i'm shooting were my friends just yeah. a day ago this show actually has several moments where it actually where it lingers on yeah this person's dead and that's really a big deal even if it's only a big deal to these particular characters yeah no it's, it's just it's just very grounded and gritty and i just mm -hmm. i just like it it's just it just feels nice and fresh to have something a little bit different 
Right. Let's now shift gears now and go a little bit green. So we had um, Wedding Season drop onto Disney Plus this week. On Thursday, we had um, She-Hope Goes to a Wedding. And um, hmm, this was an episode. Um, it was an episode, uh, now I'm go- for sure. Yeah, it, it's a bit of an odd one with this one. It, it, it is lighthearted. It is fun. I enjoyed it, but it was a little bit like, had I never seen this and I never saw it again, does it really matter? And it's like, no, it doesn't. It's like, it's like, it's okay, but like, I mean, I know they obviously played a little bit on the fact of, oh, it's a bit of an inconvenience and stuff. And I, I can see where they're going with this one. And, and it is lighthearted and it is fun. But I, I this was what, what I, this definitely felt like it was the episode online where the audience was like, whoa, 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 time out. Where, where is this happening? And they were like, you know, this like lighthearted. I think everyone got a little bit too excited about Daredevil like being in this episode. Which I'm guessing he's next week or the week after. I don't know. I I, I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm not. I'm, it's not like I'm sitting here and I hate the show. I do not hate it. I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to watch the new episode on Thursday. Um, I am looking forward to it. Um, actually, I'm just trying to think. I'm hoping I can connect my tablet or phone <laughs> up to um, a television because I don't want to watch watch it. If it's if I can't do that, then I'm going to wait till I get home. Um, because I want to watch Daredevil in its full glory. But it's like. Yeah, I, I'm just a bit like, mm, yeah, yeah, like ah, just like I don't know. I even say like frustrated with it. Just like I know what you're doing, guys, but it's I, I'm not sure if this is gonna work. This particular episode was definitely not one of the better ones. I still, like I said, I still enjoyed it. Um, I still had fun with it. Still smiled through it, but it felt it, not even the disconnected aspect. It didn't feel like it had the same level of writing as the other ones do. It felt weaker. It felt like it was relying more on tropes than on actual the, the characters driving the humor. And it was really just, we're going to have Titania show up and continue that story, which nobody actually really cares about. As far as I was concerned, it was done in the previous one with the the secret shopper and all that. Thing. It, it just seemed a little bit like this cat. I, I feel like with her as a villain, she's just like, she's not there's no stakes involved. You die, like she's just like, or she's just a super powered, like, just horrible person. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, where's like, she, you know, she's not trying to. I, I, I'm completely happy with them not doing end of the world stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. But it would have been much more along the lines if she just turned up at the at the wedding to ruin it because she wanted to fight, rather than kind of like get in the. I don't know. I, I it's a bit of an odd one. I. It's it's not. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it, and it's just like I, it's yeah. It's a bit of an odd one. I think the core of the problem is that there's very little reason for She Hulk to be at this wedding. They like, oh, it's my old high school or college. I can't yeah. remember which uh, yeah. friend, and she's asked me to be a bride. And it's like, even you're saying you haven't talked to this woman in like ten years. Why? Yeah. And then she gets treated like garbage there. They're like, you know, iron the the groom's shirts. And it's like, why are you putting up with this? And then Titania's there and they're like, why is Titania here? Why are they doing this? And it just feels like, why is Jen here? Why is she putting up with this at all? She has no reason to be there. I mean... Mm -hmm. And if I showed up and my the the person who tried to steal my identity and make a cosmetics line, yeah. be like, you know what, I'm 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 just gonna turn around and go. This is not worth it. 
I don't, yeah. I don't know the yeah. people that well. Yeah, it just seemed a bit odd. I mean, the whole thing, like, with, I mean, I think she was marrying the dog. Um, um, she, she was uh, her, the groom, or the, sorry, the uh, groomsman that she was going to walk down the aisle with, like, the bridesmaid and the groomsman yeah. walked down together was the dog, not even a real person. She's like, why, again, why are you putting up with this? There's no reason for you to put Because it's kind of odd, because I really enjoyed the whole aspect with the um, Mr. Immortal. I thought that would have been better fun. had, had, Jen been representing him because I know it, rep it carried on the ex those extra two other characters, but like we didn't need that, didn't need to happen. That could have happened with Jen well, as the superhero or as the, as the lawyer. I don't know, it just felt a little bit like, okay, where are you going with this? And you know, I mean, I like the whole aspect of them of this thing of this, you know, there's this whole website and stuff trying to kind you know, take her down. And because it's it's kind of reading some of this, this, this episode took that to the next level in terms of some of the stuff I've seen online this week of just like it, 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 you are le it's almost that kind of weird thing you're leaning in on what they're doing you know they are taking the mick out of you because they know they were going to get this response and it's happening and it's 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 an odd one I mean I I'm enjoying the show but I don't know whether or not because we grew up on the Incredible Hulk TV series that was dreadful and if you ever got more than like 30 seconds of the Hulk at the end of it that was a good episode and the credits were the best bit. You know, we're used to being stretched out, but I feel like this, I would be honest, I feel like the, the new generation of kids and viewers are not used to this, like, being forced to wait for stuff the same way. And the, a lot of people wanting, like, cameos and thing. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a very strange little series. I'm I'm glad they're doing it. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm enjoying that it's a bit different. I like the fact that it is a little bit lighthearted, and I am enjoying the series as a whole. Um... And I can kind of get what they're trying to do, and I like that. But I don't know this. But this is that worrying thing of Marvel overcooking. This is where it's like it's getting weaker, and this is a show that's making it look a little bit weaker. Yeah, I I would restrict it mostly to this specific episode. Otherwise, I've been really in on on the the episodes so far. They've had a they've had a fun tone to them. They've had. Uh, some interesting developments, not always going in the direction you want. Yes, it does rely on tropes every once in a while, or, or uh, characters kind of just are stereotypes and things. Primarily of the you know the fashion designer from last week, which was yeah, that was just you know, too much. It was a little much. Uh, but this particular episode, I'm like, eh, you know, I, the last two minutes are important because they're obviously setting up the next. Uh, major issue which is, of course the we'll probably see the wrecking crew come back and they will have this drill or something that can dig into her arm but... yeah i i'm thinking this might be the leader or the start of whatever's going to happen in new world order i mean i think it would have been better had they if it is the leader that they didn't tell us at d23 but they had to tell us something um but they are if they're setting up some kind of hulk sub subplot we're going to need some and I mean, they could introduce another villain or someone like that, but it, it, it kind of with what they're where they're planning on going with New World Order, they're going to need to introduce him at some. I don't know. It, it, they might even just freak us out. But I don't know. It's a little bit like okay, let's see where this one goes. So I'm happy with something fresh and original. I am. I'm enjoying that aspect. I felt the same thing with Miss Marvel. You know, yes, I would have done little things different. I don't necessarily. It kind of feels the same way. If, the middle of Miss Marvel. We didn't need it. This feels like one of those stories where we just didn't need it. Yeah, though I would say that the middle of Miss Marvel was more egregious than yeah. this one was. This is just a misfire. This yeah. you know, this isn't like 
we're going off and suddenly doing a completely different story with characters that are going to disappear after this yeah. uh this little segment takes place this was yeah this story just you you didn't quite execute it on the way you yeah. needed to hey, like i said I, i'm i i enjoyed it it's fine it's not the best um but it's okay um it's probably i but i don't like using the word it's okay with the mcu it feels a little bit like i want a little bit more yeah. of this 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 slid into like um arrowverse it has although we have said at least one episode of every single marvel show so far it's okay this is a misfire yeah. it's a misstep it doesn't quite going on so which which makes me think that they there might be a bit of like an artificial problem here where they're like we need six episodes of falcon and the winter soldier we need nine episodes of wandavision and kind of going did you need nine episodes of wandavision could you have cut out like this or merged some storylines and uh not put the fluff into it and and had a tighter story miss marvel is the the biggest example we were just talking about that middle story it's just like if you cut that middle story out this is actually a very very good series but you still have the middle section and it feels like it's only in there because you wanted to have a certain number of episodes rather than because yeah. the story wanted you to do this yeah it's gonna be weird to see how this one goes but I, i'm i'm looking for i'm so i'm in i'm in on this show i'm i'm enjoying it it's a, it's a breath of fresh air it's a bit light-hearted and that's good but they've got to they've got to get that line right of how they do it um let's talk about some other new things so we got a new series drop on monday on disney plus around the world and on hulu called best in dough which was a, a reality tv series all about a pizza competition where they in the first episode they got i only watched the first episode and they dropped three episodes i'm not entirely sure at the minute what the release schedule is going to be in on hulu there's like three episodes a week for like three weeks but on the disney plus website it's saying new episodes weekly so i don't know if they're going to stretch that a little bit stretch out that dough a little yeah. or if they're going to follow the us one nevertheless i watched one episode light-hearted reality tv kind of competition nothing serious here they're three grandmas making pizza products completely leaning in on the italian um, stereotype and fun what it is i'm i'm surprised i'm still surprised we've not got more of this 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 kind of feels more in the discovery zone of of, of television it's like yeah, we. I think we need a little bit more of this on Disney Plus. A little bit more light-hearted, easy-going things that you can put on while you're maybe doing something else. Well, again, COVID probably screwed with this because they, yeah. you know, for the last several years, you you can't have large groups of people and uh, these shows, Dancing with the Stars and uh, British Bake Off and stuff like yeah. that, are you know your competition can't be between two people standing twenty feet apart. Well. Um, you say Dancing with the Stars, they've had a massive outbreak. Um, I, I need to write that article up. They've got a load of crew gone into isolation. They're having a major problem because they kind of sound, by the sounds of it got a little bit lax and something happened. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. So Best in Doe was definitely a, a, definitely a show, wasn't it? It was definitely a show. It, it's like you said, it's lighthearted. This isn't really really my thing. These These cooking shows at best they make me hungry at worst i just kind of yeah. tune them out completely the only thing is uh, what I, yeah i was gonna say the only thing ahead. i did like about this was it makes it when you look at stuff like um the disney plus versions that they try to do of like you could just do a normal one like this and it works fine 
because this is fine for the entire family together. You didn't need to skew it towards kids. I think, well, the problem with the Disney Plus ones, I think, was more that they tried to make 10 minutes of content into 30 or 40 minutes. And there was just tons of, like, we're going to go a deep dive into this person's background and why they happen to love uh, Mickey Cupcakes. And it's just like, can, can you just show the products? Can you show them making the products, please? That's what I'm here to watch for. Uh, and this is much better about that. Sure, we get a little bit of information about each contestant, but the the focus really is on these are the ingredients they're using. This is the technique they're using. Here's the final product. Here's what our thoughts on the final product are. And I'm just like, yeah, perfect. You you stuck to what you needed to stick to. Yeah. So no, it's fun. I mean, I think I think we sh I think we need more of this. I know some people will be like, no. Like, but I think the reality unscripted kind of content is kind of what we're going to see more of arriving on Disney Plus um, around, especially once they sort out what they're doing with the US. And I think Best in Doe is a good example of a solid. This could have been on Discovery or Channel or BBC or something like that, and it would have been perfectly acceptable. I mean, I like watching. You know, I watch things like you know Gordon Ramsay um, cookery shows and Master Chef. So this is kind of just like this just felt quite natural it just felt like a decent show so i was quite happy with it i'm i'm gonna probably carry on and just i'll probably pop this one on while i'm like working in the background because it's, it's kind of nice easy going tv it's easy going to i already love pizza i don't need a reminder of why i should eat yes. more pizza so i probably won't continue on with it but i would not say that that's a uh commentary on the quality or whether or not people's if you like cooking shows this is a good cooking yeah. show that, that's pretty much what yeah. it's down to it's Speaking of unscripted reality, obviously this past week we had Dancing with the Stars. So we had the very first episode drop on Monday. Did you happen to watch that one? I watched the first one. Um, admittedly, I was watching it more from a technical perspective. Yeah. Is the streaming going to work properly? Will there be buffering? Will it be a watchable experience? And I would say for the most part it was. Um, I had stuttering a couple of times. Uh, once during one of the performances and once during the little segment between yeah. where the ad break would normally be, but yeah. you, you know, the Alonzo and them, they're talking. Uh, not a problem during that because they're just talking. I don't care about stuttering, but it is a big deal when you're in the middle of the dance performance and uh, it freezes or it stutters or the bit rate drops. So now you're watching in 320 mm -hmm. instead of 1080 and It'll get better. It could have been on my side, but it, and we did see reports yeah. online of other people. Yeah, there was a lot of people reporting very similar things of like some technical issues and stuff. A lot of people preferring the format because it's been mm -hmm. shifted from the ad version. Now, ironically, now the the US version now just matches what the British version was because we'd obviously ours airs on the BBC, so we don't have ads. So whenever there was a, um, they would go off and do a, a VT, and then they would go upstairs and talk to the people that left. Well, that was kind of how they did it while they cleaned the floor ready for the next act. So the changes, to be honest, just brought it more in line with the UK version. Now, I haven't watched the episode. Uh, prime reason is Strictly Come Dancing's back tonight in the UK. And I only know two people from the entire show on the US. So therefore, it's a little bit like, I don't know who any of you are. I don't. Re I only know like a couple of the dancers. Of the it's a bit like, I'm not watching two dancing shows a week because I, I, I don't mind one. But I can't do two because it's just like I don't have to. I don't have you know spending five hours a week watching dancing shows. I, I'm I like it, but maybe not that much. That's more than I like it to begin <laughs> with. I, to be fair, I knew going into this. I've seen Dancing with the Stars before. My parents love Dancing with the Stars. 
Um, so if I'm visiting them and it's on, it, it's normally on. So I'm familiar with the show. I knew going into it. Yeah. This isn't my thing. I, I don't enjoy the dancing with stars. I also don't enjoy like American Idol or the voice or America's got talent or, or any, it's just not a format yeah. that clicks with me. So that's why I said, I, I went into this with a, yeah. a technical mindset. Did it work? Did it not? Yeah. I'm not going to comment on it. I think if, if you like dancing with the stars or, or so you think you can dance or things like it's, it's more of that. Yeah. And and I don't think any people are going to complain about. Yeah, that. I mean, again, it's it's not something I'm going to be following. In. I'm going to be following like what's going on with the show and stuff, but I I, I can't watch it as easily, and it's a, it's a bad time for me and all the rest of it. So, and I just there's no point watching two different shows. So that's that one. Now, what I did want to bring up was something I because I was really looking into like the social re reaction to this episode because I was really interested to see where the problems were people were reporting some technical issues sometimes i think some of them are between as i would we used to say like here it's between the chair and the chair and the keyboard yes that's where the a, problem uh, um sometimes a, goes which, or in this case between the television and the remote control there's mm -hmm. a problem in between of um sometimes not being able to work it out also some of it as well if you've just got really low internet you might find that you know you're like you can do stuff regularly, but watching live is a, takes up much more bandwidth than watching things. So there's that issue, but the big issue, um, I'm I'm talking hundreds of comments of fans of the show that I've got cable that are not happy with this show shifting to Disney Plus. They are not happy. They do not want to pay extra in their view, pay extra for an app that they don't watch. They don't know how to watch it. Their fat, you know, their parents or the the older viewers don't know how to use it. Don't want to use it. Can't. They maybe don't even have the internet, and they're just like, "Why are they doing this?" Now, personally, it's like Disney spent a huge amount of money on Monday Night Football rights and it puts football on ABC. And if Disney Plus didn't pick it up, I think this show probably could have gone. I, I actually honestly think this show might have ended up being canned in favor of football, but they've decided to give it like a essentially a relaunch and a chance to kind of see if they can find a new audience. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's good that they've done it. But there is a lot of people that are annoyed that they're not airing on ABC. Now, I think Disney should... I think they should do a replay. I think they should do that. I think... I know it's not maybe popular, but I think they have to be careful of not alienating viewers. No point pissing them all off your existing customers. I think they should do a replay. Um, on traditional ABC, so everyone can watch. I and I, I goes, you know, by rights, I should be the exact opposite of saying get it all on Disney Plus. Like, no, I, I actually disagree with this one. I think they should, if they can't do it live, at least put an, an airing on the next day or something like that later in the evening so people can record it. I mean, because people are like going, up, Is it live? Can I watch it again? How can I? And it's like issues of streaming that other that we've not seen as much because this has taken an established show. And moving it rather than if this was called, I don't know, Four Ghosts Dancing, and it was a brand new show, you're getting a new audience. But this is taking an audience that's been established for 15, 20 years and trying to move them over hard. I, it's very, it's a very weird one. I, I might watch a dancing show if it features the Hatbox <laughs> Ghost from Haunted Mansion, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I actually agree with you on this one too. And I know people will be like, well, you, you you're you're the what's on Disney Plus guys. You should be like all in on like no, this was not the show to be doing with it. I think we commented that and at the time when it was announced as well. It's like yeah. the audience for this skews older and uh 
less technologically adept. This was a show that, you know, the whole point of it is watching it live. And that's kind of better on TV than on streaming at the moment. It You need to make the jump. You need to start getting the technology to where you want it to be. But this may not have been the one to do it with. Well, I know if I was to take my, my parents and my in-laws and stuff, if, if this had happened over here with BBC and they would put it on the iPlayer. Now, I know my my mum probably would, would have worked it out. Or she would know how to use it because she uses the apps. My other members of the family, not sure. I'm not sure they would have been able to got, sorted this one out. Um, it is, it's just a shame. It's it's just it, it. I just felt a little bit like there's a lot of negativity, not about the show, but about. I mean, there's other issues of like a lot of people are not happy with the Tara as a host, and I I've, been, I've not watched it. I've never seen it before, so I'm not going to comment on that. But there was a lot, a lot of comment of people not wanting Disney Plus. What is Disney Plus? I don't want to have to pay extra for it. I think there's a lot of people that have got cable that are really getting annoyed at the lack of content come in there because it's almost like, have you watched this? No. Have you watched this? No. Have you watched this? No. Have you watched? There's like, what's actually going on to cable at the minute? You know, it's right. very, you know, and if you're paying for it, no wonder people are speeding up because they're going, well, you're not putting anything on there, yeah. and this is that continued, you know, and I feel like people should be. You know, if you're paying monthly for it, sim should have been simulcast, simulcast it, do it that way. Yeah, I don't, it's just a very, it's just a shame, and I, I, it's a shame that the show's getting negativity on stuff that I don't think it should have because I feel like it's a bad choice of what they've done. And also, I think a lot of people don't understand kind of the cause and effect nature of this. It's not that shows are shifting over to Disney Plus because Disney wants to get rid of traditional media. It's that viewers are shifting to streaming services netflix disney plus and so on and and so obviously they're going to put the content where the viewers are trying to yeah. go which means if you want to stay on traditional media though you feel like you're getting left behind and mm. the instinct is to blame disney or blame paramount or or uh wb or any of these things but they're just following where the money goes because remember they're companies they're going to do what gets them the most money yeah. and right now for them that's going on streaming services and also like you mentioned with with shows like this with uh dancing with the stars disney probably moved it over here as an effort to save it this is not we took a show from abc that was going to be on abc and will continue to be on abc for years and years and years but like the, the numbers aren't there we're coming out of covid you know we, we don't have the confidence that it's going there so this is our effort to save it whereas people are, are going no you're using this as the yeah go over to do it's like it's on disney plus or it's nowhere take yeah. it or leave it yeah i do i still feel like at the minute we're at this weird point where we need to be they the companies need to be like we're trying to keep them both happy mm -hmm. um you know the number of shows that they're putting out that i feel like they could put out on mainstream media but nevertheless we've got a few quick other ones that we want to get through um, another brand new series dropped this week. We've got the first episode of the Kardashians season two. Um, fresh new episode this week. Um, I know you you enjoyed this one, did you? This week, I I didn't <laughs> even know it came out until you put it on the review list. Like, yeah, oh, so yeah, we got okay. so we got new episodes coming for the next 10 weeks. Me and my wife watched the first episode on Thursday night. Um, this kind of continues on pretty much from where the last season left off and at the minute the, the focus of this episode was primarily about um chloe's relationship with her, her ex he's basically been cheating on her and they're gonna have a kid together and 
the re- it's it's very full of drama, you know, because as it is. There was a kind of weird thing at one point. Chris was like, oh, we're going to go. Uh, this uh, this apartment I've got in downtown Beverly Hills. I forgot I had this one. You know, and you're like, <laughs> like you just forgot you had a hat. You had a flat in, in Beverly Hills. It's just like, I should come here more often. I forgot I had this one. And even she made a joke about the fact of, like, this is hardly normal television. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a peek into the lives of the rich. Yes, I mean, that's, that's what it is. So. Yeah, and I know. I mean, the, the I mean the the comments every time you and you look on every time it, the Disney or something posts about this, and the comments on this show of like the amount of hate that this show gets, and I can see why in some ways. But I'll be honest, it's it's pure like reality TV. That I mean, I've been watching Married at First Sight every night with my wife every after. So we we enjoyed, but this is the kind of stuff again. Much like with Best at Though, Strictly Come Dancing, getting other content on here to watch that's away from, you know, not everybody watch, you know, you don't want to be watching Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and Marvel. Not everybody watches them all the time. You know, people move around and have different genres and stuff. And it's nice having a little bit of choice. Um, so that's what I like about the Kardashians. That's, it's, it's, just, if, it's, a little bit of, it's a little bit of something else. And it's also worth keeping in mind, like when you're doing something like Andor or Game of Thrones or something like that, you may want to be fully engaged with the show. You want to sit on the couch and you want to watch it. Whereas, you know, Dancing with the Stars, Kardashians, any of these shows, you can be like, "Uh, you know what, I'm just going to have it up over here while I'm doing some work and and not feel bad about it. Right. Well, that's it. I mean, that's it. I mean, you can be on social media and stuff and flicking in and out, but also as well. And I, you know, this is again, is the difference of being a, you know, married you know we watch some there's like the shows i like and the shows that she likes and the shows that we like together and there's shows which i will tolerate uh, and watch and there's shows that she would tolerate and watch you know that's just like and then you know we all have these like different categories of like mm-hmm. well i can sit through that that's okay i don't watch it but i can sit through it and then there's you know vice versa you know com- compromise and then there's other shows along the lines of yeah you know, it's like i'm watching um house of the dragon my wife said I'm not interested. So she she watched the first episode and I'm carrying on. Oh, she's doing the same with some other shows. You know, and that's kind of and I that's where I like having things like the Kardashians and stuff um like this where we can watch together, you know, and, and there and Disney needs to and we're gonna see this more and more from Disney, especially once they sort out the US Hulu side. You are gonna see different choices, and it's not always about Marvel and Star Wars, and you know, like I said, it's, it's nice as having different kind of content. Yes. Um, also, this past week we had another new episode of Welcome to Rex. And now I did a little bit of a binge because I watched the first five episodes before it launched on a, str- on a screener. And then this week I ended up binging like three episodes to completely, I think maybe three or four episodes. It's I'm episode completely... nine now. So. Yeah. So I, I'm completely caught up on all nine episodes. Um, it's been fun. It's it's a it's an it's an in a nice look into like football. Um, but very light-hearted. It's also it doesn't take itself too seriously. It shows the problems of the football for local clubs. Um, it was kind of funny because they were playing against my local team um, in the last episode. <laughs> so I was like, so who do I really want to win? <laughs> it's like not that I care one little yeah. bit. Um, it was a little bit like yeah, because like yeah, my local team is in the same league as Wrexham, you know, and it's like yeah, not that I care. They could you know, as far as I'm concerned, they could probably better off taking down the, the football pitch and put a multi-story car park and make more money and be more useful. But that's my <laughs> choice about football. <laughs> yeah. 
Y'all can direct your hate mail <laughs> to Roger. Yeah, dude, what's on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's on Netflix.com? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, shout out to Casey. Um, <laughs> so, it's just this kind of thing of just like, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. It's something, again, different. It just, I think, like we've heard this, welcome, um, you know, Kardashians dancing. You know, we're getting variety. And, I, and I'm liking this. I'm liking it's not everything's being, because again, this is something I can put on while I'm working and just have it on the background. Yeah, and again, although this is about the football club, the Wrexham football club, it's really not. It's about what this means to the community, why they have this instead of a car park, because you know, as the car park may bring in more money, but this has like local influence. People are really engaged with it as part of their lives. You know, it happens once a week, and yeah, uh, and they get to be part of this this yeah. thing, and uh, that's important for for this community especially since you know the, their town seems to be going yeah. through a like what is our future because a lot of their industry is closing down and, and so on but also you do see some of the backroom stuff you see it particularly in this last episode uh the two of them doing actual owner things like we've got to decide on what the new shirt's going to look like we've got to talk about uh you know promotions and uh what are our objectives and okay, this needs to happen. And if this doesn't happen, these are going to be the consequences and we're going to lose this amount of money or we can gain this amount of money and so on. So it's really covering the whole thing. And the soccer part of it actually only plays it's in at the end. Yeah. Huh? But this is but this is what everything that involves sport, What or how it's caught me on so many different shows and movies, it's when they don't focus on the sport. It's about mm -hmm. the about what the sport means, how what it means behind the scenes not just showing us like 20 minutes of football, you know, and that's what, again, I, you know, I said the same thing about rise, you know, I, you know, if you'd said to me like, Oh, you're going to enjoy a, 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 a I think it's going to be like 18 episodes, you know, this full season about a football club. It's not, it would, I am not the target audience, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Now the best sports stories really actually aren't about the sports themselves. You know, even things like Rocky. Yes. It's got some, some boxing scenes in it and you know he triumphs or doesn't in the end but the real story is about him coming from the place where he's starting at this very low point and you know building up and and that's that is the sports story thing you can tell it with boxing you can tell it with hockey soccer football either american or or uh international the real story is the people and that is what this documentary gets the story is the people and what happens but then the sport also does come into it because they have to win. They want to get promoted up to the next one. Otherwise, these two guys are looking going, we're going to lose how much money a year if we don't get up to the next level? And then watching the team just be like, yeah, we're not going to win. Uh, we're going to get a draw. We're going to lose. We're going to get a draw. And then it's also, yeah. it's also like the locals and the supporters um, having to be a realistic, but also sometimes letting their, you know, their dreams getting carried away. Like, it's gonna. They can't fix everything in throwing money at it. You can't mm -hmm. fix everything. It was a very, very, very good series. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, okay, we might not talk about it again, but there's something I'm going to be watching weekly and stuff because it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like a, you know, 
we might check in when the show's finished. That's um, what I was thinking because we, yeah. we still have like seven weeks to go. It, it, yeah, something like that. It, it is. It's like sixteen episodes, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's a lot longer than I thought it was. I thought it was only gonna be a short one, but it's, it's turned into quite a big series. Um, moving on from there, be, uh, we got Supernatural, a brand new six-part documentary series from National Geographic. Drop this password. I only watched like two episodes. Um, again, it's just timing. There's just been. There's just so much. There's just been so Whoa. much out. Both both of us had to catch up basically on two weeks worth of shows because we were we didn't I did I, I don't know about you but I did not watch any shows last week uh, or two weeks ago. Well, no, because I mean that was the thing as well of um like the time with jet lag and stuff. There was a couple of times in the afternoon I needed to like literally go have a nap because I was up stupidly early. Um, so yeah, I, I it took a bit of time to catch up on some stuff. And some other shows as well, you know, from other networks that you kind of wanted to catch up. But yes, yeah, so the supernatural. Um, I only watched a couple of them. Um, seems solid, looks beautiful. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch's um, narration. He, yeah, he was all right. He, I, he, he didn't actually sound like him for a bit. It kind of, um, but it was. I thought it was okay. I, I, there was nothing. It was kind of one of those things going. There's nothing that's annoying me. It's not. It's not amazing, but it's solid. It's just a solid Nat Geo show. I was a bit like. Good, um, but that was about. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, yeah, it, it yeah. didn't blow. Didn't blow me away. We didn't do anything to yeah. like. Yeah, it's not Planet Earth or Blue Planet yeah. or any of those, but it does have some amazing photography, especially when you look at some of the scales you're talking about, because they they have scenes where it's literally a giraffe and ants, and yeah. and like okay, that's that's impressive by itself. That you're able to get some great fidelity on both of those. I but I learned things from this, yeah. which you know, which is ultimately you know, the, the thing. And yeah. uh, at least the first episode had a heavy emphasis on the symbiosis between various animals, like working together and uh, in interesting ways. It's like, eh, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. See, I think I went for some of the water episodes because my, one of my dogs reacts a little bit less because uh, <laughs> she gets, if there's anything involving like wolves, I can't even put anything with wolves or, do or dogs or cat or lions. Oh, yeah. She just goes, she just goes bonker. So it's like, I'm going to do some of the underwater stuff. So yeah, I watched a couple episodes. I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch the other ones over time, but it was solid. It, it was a really, really enjoyable show. I felt a bit like this one got lost in the shuffle a bit. Cause I mean, I don't think I, I didn't get, I mean, just in general, it it got lost. I think there's so much stuff coming out on Disney Plus this month. And this one, to me, I I was like, it came out and went, oh, I forgot this one. <laughs> it was just like, oh. And I don't even really remember it being mentioned much at D23 either. All the no. emphasis was on uh, Limitless with Chris, Hed Chris yeah. Hemsworth and then the Birdie uh, yeah. show that I can't remember the name of it offhand. Uh, but you had a, an interview with him, yeah. so hopefully you remember it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, th this just kind of appeared. And I'm like, oh, right, that's a thing. Uh, which is too bad because I think it deserved better than that. Oh, it's, it's a really good show. Definitely, definitely. If you like National Geographic stuff, check that one out. It was a bit funny. We were watching Gogglebox and um, Epic Adventures with Bertie Gregory came up on Gogglebox and they were reacting to it. And my wife did go, because is that a bit weird for you? It's <laughs> just like, because having, well, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of fun. But I'm glad the show was getting some mainstream attention here in the UK on Gogglebox, but that's good. Right. Last quick thing as well. Um, I watched Hocus Pocus 2 yesterday. Um, that comes out on next Friday. Can't do a full review because, um, but I can basically say it's good. I enjoyed it. Um, kind of 
didn't necessarily feel like a rehash of the original. They kind of went in a few new places for it, which was good. Um, I mean, the three witches, again, just steal the show. They just steal it. You know, it's all about Jessica and Beth. You know, they just have some great fun moments. It's not epic. It's not an epic big movie. It's it's kind of... Um, yeah, yeah, it's... it's 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 good. I mean, I'm not. I don't have any nostalgia for the first film, so I'm not really like. I don't have 25, 30 years of nostalgia. I only watched the first movie recently, so therefore, um, I don't have that thing for it. It was just like it was just more of the witches. wasn't so keen on the kids. That was the only thing. They were a bit generic, but that's. But I'll obviously we'll talk about it a bit more in a couple of weeks when you've seen it. But yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, so, it's solid. It's a good. It's a good solid fun Halloween movie, and that's what you want. I mean, the kids were pretty generic in the first one too. The 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 emphasis is definitely on the three witches, on the Sanderson yeah, sisters. Yeah. There's there's a reason all the merch is the sisters, and, and maybe the cat. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and they are great, and it is. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun, and I'm like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the. I'm not a massive big fan of the original, but I enjoyed it, and that's that's the key thing. And if I enjoyed it, then I'm sure fans of the series, fans of the movie, are gonna ha are like it even more. Sometimes, sometimes that's a double it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you can go into something that has a huge fan base. Like, you're like, I like that. And then the fan base is like, you can't like that. That is, <laughs> It's an insult to the original. And everything in it is just, they didn't know. I mean, I've been guilty yeah. of doing that myself. But I haven't seen it. I can't say one way or another. But if Bette Midler and, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and the others all have as much fun as they clearly had in the first movie, yeah. you can just see how much fun they, they were loving their roles. Uh, and yes. if they do, if they bring that energy to the second one, I think it'll be good. So yeah, it so sounds was, like it'll be good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So it's a good, fun one. So that'll be dropping next Friday on the thirtieth. Well, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week with um, I'm going to be doing an episode with Mo where we talk about all kinds of stuff um, with terms of like streaming as a whole. And then we'll be back next in two weeks' time with our normal podcast um, schedule and stuff. But on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Ladies. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.